sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, let me just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Welcome to True Crime Garage. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Nick, and with me, as always, is a guy that once advised me to spend my entire paycheck on pizza and scratch-off tickets. He is the captain. Well, how do you think we got the startup money for the podcast? It's good to be seen, and it's good to see you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Tonight we are drinking Five Lizard Latin Style Wit Beer by the wonderful people over at Five Rabbit Brewing Company in Bedford Park, Illinois. Garage grade three and three quarter bottle caps out of five. Five Lizard is a creamy and refreshing wheat beer with tangy passion fruit and lime peel. This recipe is both creative and delicious. And Five Lizard was brought to us by these fine friends. First up, we have Marcia and Libby, Montana. And Montana. Next up in Lakeland, Florida, we have Pamela. And using her words, not mine, we have Lish from down in the dirty south of Buford, Georgia. Buford, stop eating out of the dog bowl. In parts unknown, we have Abby, Jamie, and Rebecca. Yeah, I heard that they played a great drunken game of putt-putt and the parts unknown putt-putt palace. And last but not least, we have Daniel who says... If we are in Knoxville, Tennessee, we need to go to the Crafty Bastard Brewing Company. Mm. So we will. He sounds like a crafty bastard. That's right. Thanks to everybody for filling up the fridge for this week's show. If you want to buy us around for next week's show, go to truecrimegarage.com and click on the donate button. And this will be the last day for you to order the Douche Canoe shirt. So go to the website, go to the store page, order your Douche Canoe shirt today. I've got mine. You need to get yours. That's enough of the business. Everybody gather around, grab a chair, grab a beer. Let's talk some true crime. This is True Crime Garage. And this is the case of Kanika Jenkins.
everybody for coming out. Uh, we're here today to because we need to know and find out what happened to Kanika Jenkins. Um, you're sitting here looking at her mother, Teresa Martin, who on August 16th underwent a double mastectomy. And a couple of weeks later, she traveled to the Crown Plaza Hotel in search of her daughter, explicitly telling them and asking them to help her find her daughter, asking them to show the videotapes because she knew her daughter was on the premises. Up to today's date, we still have not received the entirety of the video showing what happened to Kanika Jenkins. Uh, we've asked you to come here today because there have been a lot of things said out there in the media about what happened, including that there is some videotape showing and displaying her walk into a freezer. Um, we've been given some snippets of video, I'd say less than 30 to 40 minutes of video out of 36 hours, and none of that video shows Kanika Jenkins walking into a freezer. So still today we have the question and we're committed to finding out what happened to Kanika Jenkins. The snippets um, show a young lady who's disoriented, a young lady who clearly is in need of some attention. She's trying to find her way. No one from Crown Plaza Hotel responds to her. No one from Crown Plaza Hotel um, is seeking to provide assistance to her. And for over a day, um, approximately a day and a half, apparently she was somehow down in this freezer and they have no way of explaining, or they haven't to this date at least explained how someone got into an area that clearly or apparently was not being utilized and a freezer that apparently was on and not being um, not being used in function functioning. So Ms. Martin has asked us to conduct an independent investigation. We've committed to her that we will not stop until we get all of the video. We will not stop till we get all of the recordings. We will not stop till we get all of the statements because we want to give her an explanation and she's entitled to an explanation as to what happened to her daughter on that evening. I can tell you that in my line of work I've come across some very strong individuals. But after hearing some of the 911 tapes, after having sat down and met Kanika's mom, I've never met anybody strong. What she could do for her daughter was unlimited. You're going to hear, I'm sure they're going to end up releasing the 911 tapes. You're going to actually see, hopefully, they'll release it today. Hopefully we can get today the video we've been asking for for the last 48 hours. But you are going to hear when those tapes are released. Ms. Martin called up and asked time and time again, please check the videotapes at the hotel my daughter is missing. She went after having an infection in her chest, after having a double mastectomy, went over at 5 o'clock in the morning begging the hotel to please just check the videotapes in a vacuum that might sound innocuous but what we have at least been told through you the media there are 47 cameras and 36 hours of tape that they never looked for they never checked 
They never searched. They never did anything. While a young, 19-year-old, disoriented girl is sitting in their freezer. Now, there has to be an answer to how that happened. Better yet, there has to be an answer to why that happened. Why is Teresa sitting here, having now to go over to the coroner's to pick up her child, when on their videotape, in their hotel, in their freezer, all they had to do was watch it. I have guaranteed this mom, guaranteed her, we will get to the bottom of it. We will only go to where the facts lead us. That's right. But once we are there, we will have answers. That I promise. And that I promise you. There are a lot of people wondering what happened to this young lady. It's, it's a community concern. She's a 19-year-old girl who was apparently found in a freezer um, after, day, after a day and a half of being asked for. And they, they, she's been asked, they've asked for videos for a day and a half. The mom went to the front desk asking, will you please look at the videos from the very beginning? You got nothing but resistance from the Crown Plaza Hotel. I did not receive contact. All of you have been able to reach reach me and, and call me, and we have not received it. Look, 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 look. We are here right now. It's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard. They don't know. Like they don't know where Power Rogers and Smith is. Bring the tape now. That's right. It's not hard. That that that's what you call spin. I don't want to sound like the the national. That's what you call spin. What what happened here is they're mad because the protesters are out front. They're going to tell you anything they want. What we want to know is if they if, if they offered it, they can't send the messenger. They can't send somebody over here with the tape right now, and then they can prove us wrong. So that's my point. What we want to know is, where is it? We want to see it. I'm not going to worry about the last 48 hours. I'm going to worry about the next 48 hours. Right. I want to know when this uh, mother here, a grieving mother, is going to see the tape in the next 48 hours. When you can answer that, and when they can answer that, then I care. I don't care what happened 48 hours ago. Get us the tape now. Get us the tape now. Yes, I thank everybody for your help, the love, and support. But I also want to know what happened. I want to see all. I want to see her literally actually walking into this freezer and closing herself within this freezer and freezing to death. Race is not of importance to me right now until I know what happened. Is it something that could come up? I expect that maybe it could. I don't know. As of right now, that's not my concern. I'm not looking for a I'm not. What I'm not trying to do, Ellen. I'm not trying to have an answer and then get the facts to support my answer. I want to have my facts that will lead me to the answer because that's what is due to her. If this was about an agenda, I could come in here and give you whatever spin I want. Larry and I aren't going to do that. We, want, we truly and honestly want to know what happened so that we can have this poor woman know what happened to her daughter. At the end of the day, that's all this is. We have a child who is dead and a mother who doesn't know why. And that's the only thing Larry and I are trying to get to. Everything else can go to the wayside. Because I know what it's like to be a father, and I know what it's like to have a sick child. I can't imagine what it's like to have one that is deceased and you don't know why. And that's all we're trying to do. One of the first things she, I said to her when she called was, I'm glad you called because yes. you needed help. She's on TV asking the same questions. And then I find out she's going to the front desk and not getting any assistance. And I told her, I'm glad you called. I want to help you. Yes. I, 
to be honest, I don't know what Mr. Holmes saw or he didn't. I, I, I have no idea. And, and it, quite frankly, to our investigation, it's irrelevant. I understand that this is a, a media case. I understand that. But that really doesn't affect us. Um, we're not moved by any protests. We're not moved by any, any protesters or activists. We are only moved by trying to find out what happened to Kanika. Other than that, I don't make any spec. I don't care. Because that doesn't get me to where we need to be, which is, why is Kanika dead? That's where we need to be. The mysterious death investigation of young 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins it has led us to this, Captain. We've we've seen the video. We've mm-hmm. talked about what we saw in the video. Um, but we would be remiss if we didn't talk about what others are saying is hiding in the frames of that video. Yeah. Um, and to give this kind of a good overview is that there are a few spots throughout these little video snippets that we've seen. You know, some of these are might be shadows that some people say that they see a man waiting to jump out at Kanika. Some say that they see two guys or maybe even a guy and a girl following her at different times during these snippets that we've seen. There's one portion in particular where people say that they can see a hand reaching out from a side hallway. This Mm -hmm. is where she kind of turns back to the camera, stumbles a bit, and there's a hallway to her right it would be to our left as we view her where it looks like almost like someone just very quickly sticks out their hand and tries to grab her, her jacket or her leg. Mm. Um, this very well could be, I've looked at this portion of the video over and over again. And I, in full honesty here, there have been a couple times where I thought I saw a hand the majority of the time. I think I'm just seeing a shadow or some kind of reflection, um, that, that may give an appearance of something coming out, from that hallway. Well, I think it depends on how much you've been drinking. Well, the, the other thing too is, you know, I don't know that everybody's this way, but I am, if I sit there and I watch something too many times in a row, I might start seeing something that, that isn't there. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, but, but my overall opinion of that is that that is some kind of shadow that she is casting on the corner of that wall as she's moving closer to it. Well, and all these clips are pixelated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes that makes it a little bit harder to distinguish what you're seeing. Now, there's one spot in particular that's been of great interest. Mm-hmm. And this would be at the end of the video. And I say the end of the video because these are all kind of snippets that are thrown together to create this full-length, quote-unquote, full-length video that we've seen. And we know we're not seeing all the footage. But there's a portion where she walks back to what I believe is some type of freezer or back portion to that kitchen Mm -hmm. where they say that you can see a guy or an arm trying to grab her or pull her in that direction. Now, a lot of people, including myself, believe that that's where that freezer is located. I hate to kind of flip this thing on its side and tell you that we're wrong, myself included, but I have heard a, a recent interview with one of the gentlemen, you heard the two gentlemen there that are representing Kanika Jenkins' family. Uh, the two lawyers. Yeah. Yes. So there is a recent 
uh, thing that came out interview with him where he's stating that after they had walked the hotel and after they were able to compare what they saw on those video snippets to what they saw in real life, walking the hotel, looking at the walls and the floors and the doors and everything. Mm-hmm. He's saying that that kitchen that we see her in at the end of the video, it, it's not the freezer. It's not the same kitchen that she was eventually found in. Right. And like we said before that there's these kind of like remote kitchens that they set up for different events or if they rent out a ballroom or something like that for a wedding or a reunion or something. So it's possible that she was in multiple remote type kitchens. And that doesn't mean that there's not a person there kind of grabbing her or pulling her or leading her in some type of direction. That doesn't mean that Yeah, it just means that, you know, when you think that, okay, we're seeing the last seconds before she's going into the freezer, that's probably not the case. It's, mm-hmm. it's probably more what this gentleman says that that's not the kitchen that she was eventually found in. I did get on the hotel's website. I, you know, captain, you know that I'm not the best guy for these type of task for internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't locate like a, like a layout or a floor plan of the hotel. But you know, if he, if you go to the library with him, he'll take you to that card catalog and <laughs> show you how it's done. You're darn skippy. Uh, but the thing here is captain, I did notice when I was on that particular, uh, website mm-hmm. of that particular hotel, they had multiple, um, they had multiple, I, I, there's a restaurant. There's like kind of a quick grab and go kind of thing. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if we're dealing with multiple quick kitchens. And then on top of that, this is considered like a conference center type right. hotel. So it's a larger one where they're going to host events. Um, like you had mentioned, uh, weddings and stuff th- and stuff of that nature. So who knows how many kitchens are in that hotel now, but to be honest with you, there is one spot. There's only one spot for me that I have a big problem with. There's a tiny little spot on the tape that I, that I feel I see something that if these videos are not altered in any way, mm-hmm. well, then this shouldn't be there. Uh, there is just a split second when she is, this is, I guess, when she first walks into the kitchen where I see Kanika's head down and you can clearly see her hair hanging in front of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see a face and it's, it's not Kanika's face. It, it appears to be like a, a young black man's face wearing a hoodie or a dark hoodie. Um, I can't say with 100% certainty that that's what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. It could be some kind of illusion. It, it could be any number of things, reflections, shadows, or anything like that. But I believe that I'm seeing her with her head down in something or someone that might be just to the side of her, you know, walking, walking with her. Mm -hmm. She's on her feet, but if this is true, what I'm seeing, it almost appears like this person would be guiding her. Yeah. It's definitely a hundred percent not true what you're seeing because look, if you freeze the frame, it does look like somebody's behind her holding her up. Maybe there's an arm around her waist and there's a hoodie and you see a face, right? Mm-hmm. If you freeze the frame, mm-hmm. but the couple steps it takes her for her to get into the kitchen, you don't see anybody. No, I get that. And you don't see anybody afterwards. Right. So did this, this anomaly just, I mean, you don't know what, what, what persons are saying is that this is or what a, you said. Well, hang on a second. 
You're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> you just said uh, we can rewind the tape. No, I know what I said, but I want I want to be very clear about this. What people are saying that you are seeing there is right. that they have photoshopped somebody out of the video, and this was a portion where he is visible, and they did not catch it before they photoshopped this out. Okay. Okay. So you're saying they fo- okay. There, yeah, and, and this is what the conspiracy guys and girls are saying. Mm-hmm. All right. That there's there's been somebody photoshopped out of portions of this video. Right. It, it, more so than the than the one that I say I see something. You know, they're talking about her being followed in the hallways and, and there were shadows that were forgotten to be removed, that they just removed the person. Mm-hmm. Um all I'm saying here is I said I can't say with one hundred percent certainty that I'm seeing a person there. What I what I'm saying is for a second there, for that split second, I see something that I cannot explain. I cannot say if it's Kanika by herself. I cannot say if these conspiracy people are are wrong. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm just when I there's one very tiny little spot mm-hmm. where I see something that I can't say with one hundred percent certainty what I'm looking at. Like I said, we just watched it. So that at that one spot it's like, well, that's weird. Can't explain that. But Again, you have very bad cameras. You got a lot of pixelation, so it's very hard to tell. You know, it would take a lot of work to Photoshop somebody out. I think one of the reasons why when you hear this conspiracy theory, it makes some sense is because the way in which she is moving is so unnatural at some point. Right. Leaning back so far where it's like, it's almost like she has, you know, she has to be being guided by something. And, and I think that's when you watch it and then you, if somebody, if somebody said to you, Hey, watch this clip. And by the way, somebody is walking beside her, but they photoshopped her out. You'd go, well, that makes some logical sense, mm-hmm. but you know how much work it would take for them to Photoshop somebody no out. no i understand it, it would be very difficult and that's why i think that if somebody did do that there's a chance they made a mistake somewhere along the along the lines there um, yeah but hear me out too you got to follow the money if there is this suspect mm-hmm. that is guiding her from the party we should assume it's from the party and led her in to the freezer then this is murder you charge that person with murder. Is the hotel at fault? Are they liable for anything? I'd argue no. I think you're onto something here because I think, I don't know the legality of the whole thing as far as lawsuits go, but Mm -hmm. I would have to believe that. Yes. If you have video of somebody leading her to the freezer, you're a lot less liable than if she's walking by herself. Yeah. I believe that. I think you're onto something there. Um, right. So who has control of the tapes? So you're going to say that this hotel um, is so um, they're they're either trying to cover their ass so much or they're so racist that they photoshopped out and you know the suspect. Well, I'm not saying that they did that. I'm not saying you. I'm saying, but what I am things. saying is they kind of set themselves up for that, didn't they? When you don't, when you hold on to the tapes, when you make a delay in releasing them, when you won't let the mother see them, when you delay getting them to the police, well, then people call and question what they're seeing and why, why did it take so long for it to get to the rest of us? I don't question them on how long it took for them to get the tapes to the mother 
or to their attorneys or to law enforcement. I don't question that because we got a lot of footage that they had to sift through. And maybe again, maybe they had to call an IT person. There are people, you know, I, I'd play in chain bars mm-hmm. and if there was a problem with the sound system, they didn't have anybody in town that could fix it. There's plenty of sound companies that could fix it in town, but because they're a big chain, they have one guy and he lives in Florida. So we have to fly him. Right. Mm-hmm. So there could have been some it guy that had to, you know, fly out or drive a couple hours, sift through all the information, cut the clips. Like we were saying before the five seconds here and there that make no sense. You don't need those edit them down and give them to the people. I don't have an issue with that. The big issue I have with the hotel and what frustrates me to no end is you have a mother that comes down that is, you know, seems like a very nice person. Seems like a very intelligent person. She, she doesn't, you know, she's not screaming, you know, especially like on the nine one one call. She's very calm, cool, collect. She comes down hours after her daughter's found missing or not found missing, but reported missing. And she's asking for the tapes. Then Mm -hmm. you should be reviewing those tapes. They should have reviewed those tapes and look, they don't have to have the mom see those tapes, but if they would have reviewed those tapes, they would have been able to find her daughter and possibly should still be alive today. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's my biggest problem with the hotel. I agree. I agree. I don't think that they did everything immediately that they could have and should have. And therefore, who knows? Well, just to go ahead and say it, because this is a true crime garage. They didn't do the due diligence. Right? right. Right. And who knows what the outcome would have been if this process was sped up quite a bit. Well, and this is not the only footage that we need to discuss. No, because there there is footage of the actual party itself inside the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like you said about 30 people in there, um, probably ages 18 to 25, I would guess. Th- that's what was reported is roughly about 30 people. Yeah, I didn't count heads when, when I was viewing the video, but I'd say roughly 30 people. Some of them hard to watch because you know, they're not professional camera people. At time, Yeah, this is filmed on somebody's phone. And at times the party seems during this video anyway, seems very loud. Uh, I believe people are smoking in that hotel room. Um, there, so there's only really two things that I want to point out. One's kind of small and one is very big in my opinion. The first one being is there is a, a man there, a young man who's in the, in the middle of the party. And at some point I clearly hear him say to another person that, Oh, was that the manager or oh, the manager just left it? What I gather from that is that at some point the manager probably got called to this room or to that floor because the party was so loud, probably knocked on the door, spoke to somebody for a brief second or two and then left. I was a little surprised by just the five minutes that I saw on the video that the party wasn't broken up Yeah, there immediately. Um, it seemed to me like they were they were doing things on this video that shouldn't have been allowed in that in within the walls of that hotel. Yeah, it makes you wonder though. Did they know this manager? I mean, you can't smoke in a hotel anymore. No, and I can't believe I from what I saw, I would be shocked if when he opened up the door, he or she, the manager, opened up the door, that they didn't see obvious signs immediately of of that rule being broken. 
Yeah, some people just don't want to do their jobs, though. So it's I, I guess that's the first thing that I that I spotted. Now, well, the, the, I think the big thing that I spotted is that a lot of these women do not look twenty one, and it's clear that people are drinking. Right. So, you know, whether it's the smoking or the drinking, it's like, hey. Well, again, like I said, I, I believe it would have been very easy to spot that there are several rules or laws being broken within the, that hotel room that would have been caused to break up that party mm-hmm. or notify the authorities. Well, I need to break up this party real quick. We'll be right back after this quick beer break. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Everyone is still talking about Monopoly Go for a good reason. It is an absolute hit. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Like countless crazy tournaments, you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Or timed events, offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums. Delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches. Unique playing pieces and so much more. The verdict is in. With Monopoly Go, there's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now free on the App Store and Google Play. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I highly recommend that you give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com garage today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot garage. This show is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp. Check out BetterHelp.com garage today. Do you want to set your child up for success? Of course you do. That's why you need to check out IXL Learning today. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. There's one site for all kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Kids could use it at home on their computer or on an app on your phone or a tablet. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything for you. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. I love recommending IXL Learning. Kids can learn at home or on the go. And all my friends and family that are using it 
absolutely love it because it's so easy to set up and so easy to use. And even the kids that I've recommended it to their parents have told me, hey, Captain, thank you. I was having problems in math and my parents couldn't help me, but IXL could. Do you want to get your kids back on track or do you just want to get your kids ahead? Do so with IXL Learning. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And True Crime Garage listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash garage. Visit IXL.com slash garage to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Check out IXL.com slash garage today. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. I am new to Factor, and I have been loving every minute of it. I have a problem, and it's called lunch. Some days I need a pack of lunch, and some days I work from home. Whether I'm at home or whether I'm on the go, Factor is fueling my lunch from now on. Head to factormeals.com slash truecrimegarage50 and use code truecrimegarage50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code truecrimegarage50 at factormeals.com slash truecrimegarage50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, cheers, mates. We are back. Okay, we're talking about video footage from the actual party itself uh, that was filmed on somebody's cell phone. Yeah, so we're guessing like uh, Facebook Live or maybe Snapchat. And to give a, kind of a quick rundown of what the video is, is it appears that somebody is, one, showing themselves at this party, but also they kind of kind of go past each person almost in, in one side of the party. Mm-hmm. And as they do that... You can see behind some people that appear to be sitting down. You can see Kanika behind these people. If it's not Kanika, it's somebody that has the exact same hairdo and exact same outfit on. Okay. You're exactly right. So then where near the end of this video is Mm -hmm. the thing that I think is a big deal. Mm -hmm. It shows, I believe three girls in the restroom, the doors open and they all appear to be, looking in the mirror and maybe fixing their hair or fixing their makeup. 
there are other, I'm guessing there might be drinks that are being made at this countertop as well. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is that one of the girls, when she's done doing whatever she's doing, it's hard to see her. Like I said, there's multiple people in a small room and you're seeing it from an angle, but you can clearly see her leave the restroom with the drink. And she says something to the fact of this drink is for her, or I'm going to give this drink to that girl. Mm-hmm. Now, when the, when the film, when the video shuts off, she's seen walking in the direction of Kanika. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads me to wonder the big question that we've had from the get go on this. Was she drugged? Did somebody feed her something that put her in this state that messed her up this bad. Um, and this is, it's not 100% proof, you know, it's not an open and shut case here, but it seems very strange to me that I see this girl saying those exact words. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this is for her. This drink is for her. Or I'm going to give this drink to that girl. Almost like she's telling her friends. Yeah. Don't take this one. Yeah. I doctored this one up. This ain't for you guys. Mm-hmm. This is for her. And I'm walking in her direction. It's a special drink. There's not a lot of girls in that same direction that she's walking. There are other girls. It could have been somebody else that she was talking about, but there's not a lot of other girls in that direction that she was walking. Well, it's super fascinating because I mean, clearly we I had to stop because I didn't see what you saw mm-hmm. originally and you can clearly see like, it's almost like girls are scheming in the bathroom. Uh, and then they, you clearly hear her say when she walks out of the bathroom, I'm going to give this to that girl over there or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but once she walks past, it's like there wasn't enough time to hand her the drink. So she either set the drink down on like a table and was like, Hey, there's your drink. Mm-hmm. Or it was for somebody further in the room. But, uh, but the video cuts off right about that time too. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just shortly after she's just passed Kanika, I guess. The thing that I find most strange about this is in the clips that we just watched, these, I don't know if they're Facebook Live videos or Snapchat videos, whatever. The thing that's most fascinating to me is every time that you see Kanika, mm-hmm. that I don't see a drink in her hand. Right. So that that is uh How'd she get so drunk so fast? You're right. Right. And if somebody didn't drug her. I believe she was. I mean, I mean, I said it in the last episode, so I can't hold it back. I mean, I think that's just extra proof. Now, these clips are very small; they're minutes long, and but you know, you see her at the beginning of the video, no drink. A couple minutes go by, you see her again, no drink. So mm-hmm. somebody that you know, somebody walking around like a zombie, you know, doesn't get that way, you know, unless you got a drink in your hand. And that girl leaving the bathroom clearly says. I'm going to give this drink to that girl over there clearly says that. And you cannot see what's going on at the, on that countertop mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. What did she give her that drink? I don't know. But what it is evidence of is that there are people making drinks for other people. Yep. And so the possibility of her getting a drink that had something in it, like roofied or whatever, I think that was planned though. And this is, like I said, this is not just like a death investigation. This is, this will be a murder investigation. Well, we got a lot more to get to captain, because there's also a video of Irene Roberts. Now, remember I said, she's the one that I believe was having her birthday party at the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
there's a video of her where she is, this must be Facebook live. Um, and she is wearing a pair of, uh, reflective sunglasses. And there's a lot of people speculating as to what they can see in the reflection of her, of her sunglasses. Um, there are some people that hold on a second. I just want to say, uh, to all the true crime army people out there that have spent six hours, sometimes eight hours watching a video like this, Mm -hmm. trying to see something in glasses. I feel for you. I told you I got lost for three days. (laughs) I I went down into my basement and then I emerged 75 hours (laughs) later after watching all kinds of videos, looking in people's glasses, looking in the reflections of mirrors and Mm. windows and listening to things with headphones on and then with them off and then slowing them down and speeding them up, trying to figure out what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. So what, what's in these glasses or what do people think? All right. So there are a few, there's actually a lot of things that people think and think that they're hearing and seeing. I'm going to only go through the things that, um, Somewhat makes sense. Well, that somewhat makes sense in that this is in the same sense that I cannot disagree with these people. Um, I can't say 100% what I'm hearing or what the intentions of those words are, but I can't disagree with the people that have pointed these things out. The first thing that, that should be discussed is that at some point it's believed that you can see Kanika in the reflection of these glasses and that she appears to be passed out on the bed. And this would be away from this Irene Roberts person. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot say that that's not Kanika there. I, I, I can't say 100% that it is. The jeans is what I see in her reflection. Because she has like ripped jeans. Yes. Mm-hmm. The jeans that I see to me, if I had to do a jean lineup, uh, I would pick those as, as Kanika's jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I cannot disagree with that. There's another portion on there, and this is somewhere between the 220 to 255 mark into this video, where the the girl sitting next to Irene, she leans in and says something to the girl. Now, a lot of people believe that she is saying they are, they're in there raping that girl. Oh, fuck. Um, which mm-hmm. I can't tell exactly what she's saying. Um, Irene responds to this as, I told you. It's clear to me that Irene says, I told you, but I cannot say 100% that that's what that girl says to her. Now, the well, again, this is a lot of these things are going to be answered with autopsy and a lot of things will be answered with a toxicology report as well. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there has been no reports that there was any sexual assault or anything. So right. we'll know, know this sooner than later. Now, one thing I do want to point out that I spent a lot of time on and I want to save you all the time out there is that if you start looking into this, Irene Roberts is videotaping herself on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Several times during this video, she picks up a cell phone and answers a call. Okay. And you can hear her say we're in room 926, Mm -hmm. telling somebody to park in the parking lot. She answers this phone more than once. I've done some research and I've been able to figure out that the phone that she's talking on is actually her phone. The phone that she's recording this Facebook live video on is a girl named Monifa, Mm. Uh, Monifa Shelton. It's her phone. Well, her parents don't like her too much. And to name her Mo, Mo, what's her name? 
Monifa. Now, Monifa. after finding after finding evidence and reports that that was the situation with the phones, I believe mm-hmm. this to be true because at some point she does hand off the phone she's recording the video on to Monifa, who then takes it into another room. There is one part on this on this video where people say that they can hear Kanika saying, "Help me." Okay. Um, and then people speculate that, well, they must be attacking her on this bed where you potentially see her passed out or laying backwards on if those are in fact her genes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually disagree with this. I do hear something that sounds somewhat like help me, but there is music that's being turned on and turned off They're in the video. They're trying to listen to some kind of, some kind of rap song. And this song, they're trying to play it through, I believe through YouTube and because you hear, you hear Irene complain about the internet connection or about the phones are not working. Right. And I believe they're trying to play this through YouTube and it's cutting off because they're losing the connection and you hear the vocals kind of go in and out. The music stops. They go in and out again. Mm -hmm. I personally, what I think I'm hearing is not a girl saying, help me. I believe that I'm hearing some skewed version of those lyrics uh, because, the, the, like I said, the music is turning on and then turning off. My uh, pro- Again, my problem with that theory is, one, we'll know once we get the autopsy back. But I, the problem with that theory is um, Kanika and the videos of her walking around that hotel room, this is somebody that is completely out of their mind. And so if they drugged her, and then they raped her that for her to then have her outfit back on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, because even though she's walking like she's in a whole, not on a whole nother planet, I mean, her outfit's still intact. I right. Mean, her shoes are on, they're tied. So, to, you know, the idea or the, to sus- suspect that, they drugged her and raped her and then redressed her or she was able to dress herself. I don't even think she would be able to dress herself. Mm-hmm. And then, then they just push her out in the hallway and she goes wandering around. Well, the, the problem with that is as far as these videos go and what we think we might be seeing or hearing mm-hmm. in these videos, the problem is, um, you know, I guess we're assuming that this video was taken before she's seen out wandering the halls. Mm-hmm. Um, she was missing for, for so many hours before her body was found. Um, and I know that they, they reported her missing at like four. I'm just calling into question. What time are these videos from? If that makes any sense at at this point, I've gotten in this case, I'm questioning everything, captain. Yeah. Well, see, and what we talked about earlier is kind of like the fight or flight mentality. And could you imagine, let's say they, that somebody did drug her and maybe she's laying on a bed cause she's not feeling so good. And maybe, maybe there is talk, uh, you know, somebody says, Oh, they're going to rape her or something like that. Because that's what a lot of the speculation is, is that they invited her to this party. And yeah, she was friends with these people, but it was at this point of the relationship where it was like, you know what? We're not friends with her anymore. And we're going to be, you know, we're going to take this way too far and we're going to get her all drugged up and, and they're going to rape her. And this is going to be payback for something. 
You, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah. And that's the spe- that's what people are speculating. And so my thought is the the way she you know I mean, she is in another world when she's walking through these halls, and it's almost like she has some destination in her head. And there's so many times that she leans back so far that you can't believe. That's why people think somebody is photoshopped out because you can't even believe that she stayed standing. But I think she was running from something and whatever she's running from is probably what drugged her Mm -hmm. or what she's trying to flee. And, And I don't think somebody's chasing her. I'm just saying that whatever happened in that room, it got to a point where she's like, I got to get out of here. And when she took off, nobody was trying to chase her. But all that is the cause of her death. And that's what's going to end up being a murder case. Well, do you want to hear some information that has been on social media? And this is, you know, I, I like when something like this happens. I'm not a big social media person, but I've seen people in the past commit crimes they brag about it or they can't stay off of social media. And we all know how rope works. If you give certain people enough rope, they hang themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to take some time here and present some things that have been on social media regarding some bickering going back and forth from people that were at the hotel that night. And I'll go through the information. I'm going to have to try to clean it up a little bit as I go through it. Um, there's one word in particular that I will just replace it with, uh, Fig Newton. No, I'll just replace it with really nice guy. Okay. Um, so this is the first post that we have. Um, and this states, this is from one of the young girls that was at the party. Mm-hmm. All we wanted to do was enjoy ourselves for Renee's birthday. We did that, but who would have known our smiles would have gone quickly changed into frowns. Kanika Martin, you herded us with this one. We all was just turning up together. After you knew you was too lit, you wanted to lay down and MFs made sure of that. Why Nifa? I'm guessing she's referring to Monifa there. Mm-hmm. Why Nifa couldn't just leave you instead of picking you up so that y'all could leave. You was in our eyesight till they took you out the room. Nobody knows WTF what happened outside that room. Now, in mm-hmm. there's something that sounds like it's almost a response to that. This this is from Monifa. How do you how do you respond to that? Well, this is this is from Monifa. I'll read okay. it, and you can take your draw your own conclusions here. It says when I saw Kanika wasn't behind me, we got the look in everybody in that hotel room mm-hmm. was laughing. Didn't nobody bother to get TF up and help us? I looked for her to the top floor to the bottom. Mm-hmm. I was knocking on MF's door rooms. I look where the car was at and everything. For y'all to sit on here and keep saying shit. We know effed up. We was drunk. WTF. Y'all staying saying it's our fault. Like that shit is so effing lame, man. Mm-hmm. Then you all want to switch the story around. I'm waiting to talk to the police. If a MF knew some, I would. Okay. Sorry. I would have said some. <laughs> I told her mom who all was there. You, you, the boys was and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't like her name. 
Um, but I think there's more important things to talk about than her name here. No, but uh, well, my point is, is I I made fun of her name. I probably shouldn't have because what she's actually saying is, you know, there sounds like there's some truth to that. We have this drunk individual, and for some reason, they left the room. They leave the room, and she turns back around, and she's not with her anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and then she goes and looks for her, and possibly is one of the people that ends up calling her parents, um, or calling her mother. And then what she is is doing and saying, "Guess what, you idiots? Uh, yeah, you guys were all drunk, but this girl went missing, and nobody helped me out, and nobody went looking for her. Right? That's mm-hmm. what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And then she's saying." Uh, basically you guys are a bunch of idiots and I went looking and you just sat there and did nothing. And by the way, I told all the cops about you. So, I mean, that's what it sounds like she's saying. And if that, if that is the true statement then I commend her because you know, if your friend goes missing or even acquaintance goes missing from a party, be a freaking human and, and try to find her. Well, there's more captain and, uh, there's, these are all from, I believe them to be from Monifa. Okay. Um, and I'm remember, I'm going to replace a certain word with a uh, really nice guy or really nice guys. So we have me and Kanika left out the room because them really nice guys was acting weird. Ain't saying no names. When we left, they was following us. So I told her to let's just go back in the room because they not going to leave us alone. By then we were on a different floor. She goes on to say, we was already drunk, bro. We didn't know what was really happening. They already was feeling all up on Kanika a lot before Irene even went live. Now, what I think she's referring to there is, remember I said Irene Roberts did a live video. Um, she's saying that before this point, they, these dudes were already feeling up on Kanika. Mm-hmm. Uh, effing really nice guy in red was talking to his friend saying that he bet $200 that he going to F Kanika by the end of the night. And by this time, she was really drunk. Yes, they kept giving her drinks and S. And I stood there on my behalf and watched her drunk. Okay, so they were giving her drinks and... And shit is what what they're saying. Okay, okay. Um, Well, I didn't know if it was just S, and then then I'm wondering... You know, is S a type of drug? No, no. no sorry, I'm sorry. I'm shit. trying to read okay. these and clean them up a little bit at the same time. It's all right. You should have just had me read them because I'll say it. Me and Kanika split up outside of the hotel room. Yes, we both left out. She agreed to go to the third floor, and I agreed to stay on that floor. But to be low key, and I should have just went with her. It seems like they need a. Uh like autocorrect on some of this stuff. Well, sometimes they're shortening the the words, you know, just to be faster typers mm-hmm. uh, and other times it's just bad words. Um, but there's, there's a story that's forming here in this. And I think it's, it's starting to get easier to follow along. So th- this continues. Maybe. For, <laughs> maybe for listen, you. <laughs> listen, it was a minute before I decided to go back to the room. And mm-hmm. when I did the really nice guys wasn't there. I was asking where they go and where is my best friend. They said they had left and said they was leaving, but they was rushing and shit. Okay, so possible suspects. Right. Mm. Uh, she goes on to say, we was drunk and on some play shit, dog. We on should some, Wait, 
she was drunk and on some play shit dog. We was drunk and on some play shit dog. Okay, so that that is some kind of drug reference. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm guessing. We shouldn't have actually split up and went on different floors, dog. When I went down to the floor, she wasn't there. Of course, neither was the guys. They were nowhere in sight, bro. I started to panic, bro. OMG. Okay, so she's panicking because she doesn't know where these guys are. Or her friend. Well, or both. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's. I'm going to kind of sum up this next portion because she takes a lot of words to explain to us that she says, uh, already put her phone and keys in my purse in the room. What she's saying is that that's, remember, they had Kanika's phone and keys. Mm -hmm. She's saying that that took place well before Kanika got lit. And remember, I pointed out that she, that she didn't bring a purse into the party with her that we could see. Right. I'm guessing that they went up to the party and she's like, could you hold my phone and my keys for me? Because we're going to be dancing and and drinking and hanging out with all these, with, with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, this one's really interesting to say the least. Uh, she says, I feel effing stupid, bro. I just want to kill myself, bro. Because before we started drinking, I told everyone that I dare one of us to go in the freezer and stay in there and put it on live before we leave. That's how everybody knew where the freezer was. What? Well, I've, I'm trying to nail this down, Captain, but I, I've not been able to do so to say 100%. Mm-hmm. But one of the girls that was at the party worked at the hotel. She had either was currently working at the hotel or had previously worked at the hotel. Well, like I said, they probably knew the manager somehow. I've seen reports that state that Irene Roberts worked at the hotel. And I've seen reports that say Monifa Shelton worked at the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, From what I can gather, it's it's one or the other. It's not both. Um, But I'm, I'm unable to nail down which of the two girls was working at the hotel. I don't think that matters too much. Well, but the thing here is it might mean some truth to what she's saying that that's why everybody knew where the freezer was at was that this, this is reported as a portion of the hotel that wasn't being used for any reason at all. Um, it has actually been reported on several occasions as a vacant, a vacant part of the hotel. Um, so yes, I, I, somebody that worked there would obviously know where this freezer was located. Right. But she's saying that she dared somebody to go into the freezer and do a Facebook live. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get this either. I mean, you're at a party. You don't need to, you, you want to broadcast that to everybody for what? What's the point? Um, I don't know, but I don't know what, what the point is of a lot of these, um, these sessions of going back and forth where people are talking to each other and accusing one another of different stuff, what they knew, who's to blame as far as who was at the party. Um, and then putting it on where a lot of people can see. Right. And, and again, they're still not telling you everybody that's at the party. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still people that were at the party that they don't have names for. And yeah, that's which I still find ridiculous. So, so the question here is, so she, she was daring people to go and do a Facebook live in the freezer and that's how people knew where the freezer was. Mm -hmm. Did they like walk past this and then she was like, see in there? I don't know. All I can go off of is that short paragraph. Uh, You know, the other thing too is this could just be complete BS. 
you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to put out this BS, you know, and I I think that's what it is. I think a lot of these back and forth social media comments are just BS and they're trying to, in a clever way, cover their asses. Mm -hmm. Well, then here's another separate interaction between two people. And this is from somebody going by the name of Shooter. Um, and I believe one of the men at the party that night McGavin. was nicknamed Shooter. Mm. Um, and apparently this interaction is between him and Irene Roberts. And this has caused a lot of, a, a lot of questions as well. Um, and, and I'll kind of you know, read through this. It's very short. Okay. Uh, but Shooter says, what, what you go popping for tonight, you and your friends. And Irene responds back, going to this hotel I got for my birthday. Let me and my partners slide through trying to make $200. She responds, hell yeah. He says, your friend dissed me and I'm trying to get that. She says, okay, don't make it obvious. I need the 200 bucks or I need the 200 when you walk in. He says, okay, same with y'all or it's gone be a, (laughs) sorry. Okay, same with y'all. Okay. Are, are it's gone be a problem, I'm rape her. She responds, I ain't been liking that bitch for a long time, and I could use that 200. All right, so what does all this crap mean? Well, it, it, well, we're still sifting through crap here, Captain. We got more crap? Because there, there's, another, there's another one. This is from a person going by the handle of Young Rayos. I've never felt so dumb and so smart at the same time. Well, he says, young Rayos says, we didn't mean to kill her. She had a heart attack while we was raping her. I'll let you all know why we put her in the freezer later. Okay. So what can we, what can we draw from any of this now? Yeah, but there's, there's not much evidence. If any evidence that somebody actually put her in the freezer. Mm -hmm. So that that, we know of. That we know of. Right, right. Because there is footage that hasn't been released. Right. Um, I, but again, then why would the cops say that this is a death investigation and not a murder investigation if they have video footage of people putting her into a freezer? Well, and I'm with you, Captain. I don't think that they have that. I don't think that they have any obvious proof or evidence that that happened. Mm-hmm. I think that we have this weird, convoluted situation that got out of hand and somebody ended up dead. But I believe there's a lot of people to blame for this. I think that there's a lot of people that know what happened, know who was probably involved. Mm-hmm. They've not come forward with those stories. They've told some of them on social media. If those, if those posts and everything that I just read to you are people being honest and telling portions of the story, it, it, it slaps together a pretty quick and easy story for me to figure out. She went up to the room with, with people that she thought were her friends. She partied with these people. There were this group of guys there that was probably up to no good mm-hmm. that were looking to get with a girl. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. Probably get with her mm-hmm. if, if this one guy was targeting her as you know, we have some interaction between him and Irene. At some point, she gets drugged. Maybe somebody set her up, one of those yeah, other that, girls or one of the guys sets this up. Right, but that text message to me sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They set this up, and then when she's passing out, when Kanika's passing out on the bed or trying to go somewhere to black out so she can sleep this thing off and feel better in the morning, mm-hmm. her friend Monifa decides it's a good idea to get her up, 
walk her around, take her out of the hotel room. And for some reason, they're out there with this group of guys, one of them or several of them targeting Kanika, following them around. And at some point, they decide to split up. She leaves her friend or goes elsewhere. Maybe Kanika goes elsewhere. These guys, they take off. She's told when she gets back to the room and doesn't see Kanika, she's told by her friends that these guys left. Well, they said they left. Okay, well, then I go back to where I think Kanika is and she's not there and neither of these guys aren't there either. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think it paints... Yeah, a, but, the, but what the guy is saying at the end, she has a heart attack while we're raping her. Yeah, and that's that's where the, the toxicology report and the autopsy comes back into play. Like you said, the toxicology could very well be the holy grail to this case. And I think and I hope, here's what I hope. I hope that once they... For when once they firm that up a little bit and and have a manner and a cause of death, I hope they don't release that to the public. I hope that they keep that to themselves. And I know this is a case where everybody's screaming for more information and more things to be released to the public, but I think the police need to keep that to themselves because I tell you what, I don't know how much of these text, Facebook posts, and things like that are true. Mm-hmm. I think there's some truth in these. And I think that somebody in that group has cooked their goose, man. And I think that once the police have a certain amount of evidence and a certain amount, and they have reason to believe that this was a uh, homicide, I think they can go to some people, some of these people, and I think they can get some of them to talk. Yeah. Well, and, and they might not even need them to talk. They might have the information right on social media. And I think that, like I said, I think there's several people in this group that maybe they don't know 100% what happened, but I think there's some people in this group that if you start piecing their stories together, it starts to fill out that timeline quite a bit, and we can narrow this thing down a bit. Now, there's another insane r- rumor that has, sorry, there's another kind of, there's another rumor out there, a big rumor mm-hmm. that is a whole nother rabbit hole. Yes, and this would be that this this murder. Let's go ahead and say Kanika's situation was a murder. Um, that her murder would be tied to a previous one. And this took place in 2014. There's a man by the name of Joshua Martin. He, along with some other people killed a guy by the name of Corey Williams. How does this tie in? Well, Joshua Martin, the rumor is, is Kanika's older brother okay that they're they're related so basically her older brother killed somebody yes and then this would be a revenge killing yeah it was like a fatal shooting some type of shootout possibly um but we have a person and i and i've been on the fence about this for days because there there are two people that are named two guys that are named in social media with their first and last name as people that should be suspects and I don't know that I can say their names and, and I, and I hate to hold back from y'all, but the thing is, I, I don't know that I can't confirm that these people were at the party. Now there are people in this inner circle that are saying these people were at the party. Well, what is the tie in here other than just Josh, Joshua being Kanika's older brother? Well, the tie in is that this person who has been named on the internet is supposed to be Monifa's boyfriend and somebody that has supposedly been seen in those videos of the party. Now I don't know this guy, so I can't confirm that I saw him in those videos. Mm -hmm. 
What I can say is if this person, uh, Monifa's boyfriend, and we'll give him the name TH, if he was at the party, uh, and if he is in fact Monifa's boyfriend, I've, I've seen video of him. And this is another one of these Facebook live deals where he appears to be bragging that he's no longer in Chicago on this Facebook live video. And the, the rumor is that he had left shortly after Kanika was disappeared or was discovered that he left Chicago shortly after that. And they've not been able to locate him or contact him to speak with him about that night. Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, TH, right? Mm-hmm. So, this report's going to come out. Both reports are going to come out. They're going to start investigating this as a murder, and that TH is going to stand for the hunt, and they'll start hunting this individual. I'll tell you what, Captain. Here's here's my deal right now. Mm-hmm. I'm at a situation where I've seen Kanika's mom talk. I've, I've watched her in interviews. Uh, I do want to throw out there, I know that there were protesters in front of the hotel. She did something that I commend her for. She told all the protesters this is to be a peaceful gathering. This is to be a peaceful meeting. Um, we're trying to make awareness here. We're not trying to make a scene. Um, so I commend her for that. I, I want to be sad for her. I want to be sad for her. The problem is this is where I'm at right now. I'm so angry about this thing. Mm -hmm. I haven't got to the sad part yet. I not for me. And I see it on her face and I feel, I feel for her, but I am, I am so angry that this happened to this girl in this hotel, surrounded by people that were supposed to be her friends. And I cannot get over the fact that I, I believe, I don't know what the truth is here, captain. And I know we presented a lot of different things, Mm -hmm. but I believe, as I said before, and I'll say it again, I think several people there that night have a good idea what happened and they are keeping their mouth shut or they're talking to the wrong people. And we need to get this thing cleared up. I'm so angry at these people. I really am. And, and, the, and you're the, really angry at these very nice guys. Well, no, here's the problem. This is what I'm very angry about. Mm-hmm. It's people. She went there going, she went there that night thinking she was surrounded by people that were her friends. And I've, I've seen several things go down that tell me, I don't know if she had a friend in that entire group at a, th- at a 30 people, not if, if any, if any well, of them. Yeah. And there wasn't a decent human being in that group. Well, and the thing at a 30 people, not one person could have been her friend that night when it counted when it counted so i here here's where i try to comfort myself and where i try to feel good and feel better about this i think this thing's solvable i think it's very solvable i think once they clear up that toxicology like you said once they clear up this manner of death i think they're going to they have a small circle of people to work with i think if they can interview and locate everybody I think I think that we are going to see some justice and I think we're going to see it very soon. All right, Colonel. Do we have any recommended reading for this week? We do. This week we are recommending The Crime of the Century, Richard Speck, and the Murders that Shocked a Nation by Dennis Brio and William J. Martin. This is about a famous, very famous Chicago case and the hunt for a brutal rampage killer. Back in 66, 
Richard Speck stabbed, strangled, and killed eight nurses in one night in a violent sexual rampage. And a side note, Captain, I actually believe that this is a case and a story that Ted Bundy probably followed, fantasized about committing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, make sure that you check out The Crime of the Century, Richard Speck, and the Murders That Shocked a Nation by Dennis Brio and William J. Martin. You can do that by going to truecrimegarage.com. Click on the recommended page. We have everything that we've recommended there, as well as our Amazon banner. You just click through the banner, pick up your books, pick up your movies. It helps out the show a little bit. You got a long, angry drive home. All right. Until next time, garage friends and garage family, be good, be kind, and don't litter. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.